Hello and welcome to the Change With Him Real Raw Redeemed podcast. This is Sarah Picaro, your host. And today's message is, <clears throat> well, it's called Real Raw Redeemed, right? It's a very real one, <laughs> a redeemed one, a very good one. Um, and it's funny, not funny. And a lot of times when we're experiencing things that are funny, not funny, and we lean into him we see what he's doing within us. We see the change that he's made within us and how he's working all things for his good. I mean, literally all things. And that's really challenging sometimes when you're in the middle of something heated, when you're in the middle of something that doesn't feel good to even like that we're good or or wanna hear that phrase that he's working all things for his good. But he really is. And he does it in ways that sometimes I'm like, okay, you're not funny. (laughs) And if you're anything like me, you truly desire to do good. And you truly desire to follow in his ways. And you listen to worship songs and you're like, your ways are higher than, you know, and then you forget the words and you're like, but I get it. Like your ways are higher than my ways. I think my ways are high. I think my ways are good. And I'm like, I love Jesus. I follow Jesus. So I've got good ways. And then he comes in and he shows me why my ways and he shows me the ways that I've not been really on the path. I'm like walking next to the path and claiming, no, I'm on the path. I'm on the path. And he is like, really? <laughs> okay. And and then something happens that's less than ideal. And I'm like, whoa, where did this come from? What What's going on? Why? <clears throat> Why do I deserve to go through this? Why would I experience this? I've been doing so much inner work. And and if you're anything like me, part of that pee me, you slips in and creeps in. And I truly know all of the ways of being the, t- the five, the top five archetypes of the emotionally abused and neglected, as I talked about in my masterclass transform, as we go through healing in different levels and in different ways and in different angles through transforming past pain to present power, my signature program, uh, we see these things and we see how the enemy works through these things. And the P me is the pr- procrastinist perfectionator me. And this P me, this this showed up for me and I didn't want it to. And I was, I was doing all the things that the PME does. I was making excuses. I was justifying. I was validating. I was like, I'll get to it. I promise. I promise you, I haven't forgotten about it. I promise you it's on my mind. It's on my heart. It does. It, it is important to me. And it's almost like I was trying to convince myself that it was as I was saying that it was. Can, can I get a hand raised if that's you? (laughs) You're like, no, really, I want to do good things. So this came full circle for me this morning. I had an experience in my business. And for any of you entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, businesspreneurs out there, you've experienced this and you've you've put systems in place. You put people in the right places. You put uh, ways of flowing through your business and system in the right way for everyone's benefit, for yours, for your customers, for your clients, for everyone's, so that expectations are met, so that expectations are clear, so that there's satisfaction on both ends. And you desire it, especially if you come from a heart based business, you desire everyone to experience love in their heart, gratitude in their heart, healing in their heart, joy in their heart. And it's just your desire. It's part of your purpose, your reason, and your why, and part of why you do what you do in the first place. Uh, But the enemy loves, loves, loves to get into those places because he knows your heart and he knows your, your, 
personality. He knows your weaknesses. And I know that, I know that, especially through this experience that God uses everything for his good. But a lot of times in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the struggle, in the middle of the conflict, in the middle of the the disconnect, we can question, where did we go wrong? And when we return to what God says, we can see how everything is actually going right. And in this particular situation and circumstance, I was informed this morning of a situation in my business where there was someone who, who went towards, took, took the steps and processes towards uh, receiving a particular desired outcome and then rekindled and, and changed their mind. And that's okay. That's, that's actually part of the gift of this human experience. We're allowed to change our mind and we're allowed to say, you know, I, I never mind. I don't want to go that way. And it's totally okay. But then sometimes we get mad when we ask for something that we agreed to. And there's a reminding, look, you agree to this. So this outcome is not, it's not going to go this way because you signed up, you agreed for this. And now you're, you're changing your mind and that's perfectly okay. And, and we can project our own pain and own anger onto others from a place of our own and, and then get mad and, and point blame and point fingers at other people. You did this to me. How could you be treating me this way when really there's not a treatment of that, but, but the enemy works into, to change the way that we see things. And, and there's the movie seeing red. <laughs> it's like, it's very much like that. We begin to see red and we can't see all the colors that are actually there. They all look like they've been painted over with red and in our anger and in our own frustration, we, we try and pull others into that experience to come with us. And, and it's a control tactic. It's a manipulative tactic. And we don't realize it's actually the enemy manipulating you and trying to control you. And when you're that person, the innocent person who got pulled into this experience, you you want to make things right and you you try your best to make things right, but it's not always satisfying or pleasing to the other person. And that can leave you questioning yourself. It can lead to you looking at your own motives, even though you know that they're pure and they're from a place of love and there was no forcing or coercing another person into this. It was by their free will, and by their choice, but it can leave you questioning yourself. And I had an experience of this this morning. And I was notified by a team member of what was going on. And, and I, I support my team member in the way that they handled it and the words that they choose to speak, because we all speak words of grace. We speak words of love. We speak words of redemption, of blessings. And that's my goal is for, for everyone to experience and know the love of God and, and for that to be shown through the work that we do and through what we're cultivating and creating, and especially with the work that I do. Uh, with with my programs, with my courses, with my one-on-one private clients. And this was set up as an application to, to see if it's a good fit to go that direction. And then went another direction. But in that, I see the direction that God was pulling me because of me dipping into the P-me. Uh, and the archetype of the emotionally abused and neglected that I talk about, I saw through this, the revelation that God opened my eyes through this situation that was less than ideal, that was, was uncomfortable, that was questionable. It got me to question, okay, what, 
what needs to be tightened up here? Are there any changes that need to be made? What can I learn from this? Because I always say this, triggers are opportunities for reflection. So I took this experience this morning as an opportunity for reflection. And I saw that it was actually nothing to do with the business. The business is solid. I absolutely love my business. I know that I feel called for it, for his kingdom, for his grace, for his love. It's it was in my own heart, in my own mind, and in my own life that this experience, I, I said, I well, I had been telling myself, right, but actions always speak louder than words. And I had just been using words in this particular area of my life. And I had little blips of it, like thing, like little, oh, like a little reminder note would like pop up. It was almost like I had in my mind an internal alarm that was like, oh, remember to make your donation to the Easter offering at church because every year at Easter, they pick a special organization and they donate to 100% of the proceeds go to this organization. This year, it was an incredible incredible, incredible organization in Nicaragua who builds homes and houses and provides food and and medicine and all the things that people in Nicaragua need to build homes for people. And their, their goal uh, was, I think, 24 homes and each home is $2,400. And they were asking 100% of families to donate and they were asking for uh, that. And, and I agreed. I made a, a mental agreement with God. Yes, I, I desire to donate, but I had been putting it off. I had been procrastinating. I had been delaying. I had been all the PME archetypes. And those are the ways that the enemy comes into our lives. He Just simple procrastination. Just simple delaying, just simple putting something off and saying we'll do it, but not actually following through, not taking action and moving towards doing what we say we're going to do. That is a tactic of the enemy. And I saw that he had gotten into my life in that way. And this experience with uh, with my business this morning, with my team, and I was notified of it, it, it shook me a little bit. And, and through the process of internalization and reflection and asking God questions. What is it that you want me to see? What is it you you want me to learn from this? How do you want me to grow from this? Because I was shaken up. Of course, I was I was frustrated to hear about, you know, this particular situation and um that that person's perception and hear about the the word choice that they were using and I knew it wasn't personal. I mean, I've I've done this work long enough to know it's not personal and so I was able to differentiate that. But I did use it as an opportunity to go, okay, God, there's something going on here. Clearly it's evident. And through every experience and every opportunity, I know you're working all things for your good. And I know that you desire us to grow. And I know that you've placed your words on my heart. And so what is it? And what was revealed to me was what I had yet to follow through with, with the donation. I had yet to follow through with the donation I said I was going to make. And so I, I, I felt complete peace and freedom when I was able to transfer that energy and apply it towards actually taking action and taking steps towards making the donation to that organization that I said I was going to make and felt so, so blessed to make it in that person's name and felt um, just spiritually, energetically, the, the movement of that type of energy and taking that bad situation and being a part of 
turning it for good. And, and after that, I had to go for a bike ride this morning just to clear my mind. I now had this open space in my calendar and used it for good, used it to just go for a bike ride, listen to a Joel Osteen podcast. I love his podcast. They're so uplifting. They're so motivating. They're so encouraging. They're so inspiring. And I'm like, I was on my bike. Just yes, yes, yes. Speak to me. Preach. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's so good. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and then I'm like, I know exactly what I need to do. And now I'm actually looking forward to doing it because I can see that this was the way that the enemy was trying to come into my life. And he uses those things that mean the most to you, that matter the most to you. And I know he uses, he's used my business in a number of ways. And he's used this to, to try to get into my heart and try and get me off the path and off course. And so as I committed to, and, and I, I promise you I did just before I went live, I'm like, I can't go live and record this episode without actually taking action. So I took action. I went on, I made the donation and I, I thanked that person for that situation and thanked God for turning all things for his good. I realized that this was a situation and an example that he's working all things for our good. He got me through this situation to see where I was not following through with what I said. And that's the beauty of God. He always follows through with what he says. And sometimes I feel it feels like a little like a elbow in the side, a little nudge, like, hey, hey, you follower of me, that's not what we do. We we do what we say because God keeps his promises. And I realized, even though I don't recall saying the words, I promise I will do this, I, I did. I know that I did. I know that it was intended as a promise. It might have been a pinky promise with, you know, the extension of a pinky to someone else, the connection, the curl of the finger, pulling it towards your mouth and sealing it with the kiss, like with someone else. But it kind of was. And and God got me to see that he's working all things for his good. I He got me to follow through with making that contribution and making that donation to the organization that in my heart, I said I wanted to, yet I had been delaying it. And I could see how the enemy was at play and how God used the situation to open my eyes to see and to not just see but to see and then do, because we're called to take action. We're called to move. And I loved that. I, I was just on my bike. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you. Because had it not been for that, <clears throat> I might not have made the contribution to that. And, and in my heart, I said, I wanted to, and you'll never believe this. Well, maybe you will, because it's crazy. Like he, he just reveals things to us. So um, this past weekend was Easter. And literally on my bike ride, uh, there's a section of the sidewalk and someone, maybe a number of someone's had gone on the sidewalk and, and painted with chalk. So many beautiful things. Happy Easter, um, rainbows, eggs, smiley faces, hearts, different Easter eggs. And, and then the words believe in all caps. And I thought, wow. And then I look, I continue to read and there's a flower there's a cross, there's more flowers, and there's a, a guy, looks like a little guy, probably Jesus. <laughs> I see the robe. I'm looking at the pictures now. Uh, and, and he's got the robe and a little bubble, and he is risen. He's got a capital H, and the R has a capital R. And then Jesus loves you, all caps, painted on the sidewalk with, with chalk chalk art and then on the wall next to it that goes along the canal 
he is risen and a crown above the S and the clouds. And I, I love that. Oftentimes when I'm riding my bike, I look up at the clouds and I'm like, wow, God, there you are. Like you're everywhere. You're in all of creation. You're in the creation of the clouds. You're the creation of the birds, the fish that I see when I'm on that path. And I see that you truly are working all things for your good. And oftentimes it's a small, simple things that we can allow us to bring us down, but we need to realize that's the enemy at play. That's the enemy at work. And he comes in to the places that are the nearest and dearest to our heart, the places that we have put literally blood, sweat, and tears into. And he comes into those and, and he uses people inside to try to come inside and to try to break down what you've built up. And when you've built up something in his name and with his glory, God won't always prevent those situations from happening or you from going through those experiences that get you to question and ask, what the hell? Well, like what, what seriously I am, I'm doing good. I am good. And I, I trust you, I love you, and I believe in you. But it's oftentimes these situations that he uses for his good when we can see and use them as opportunities to look into our hearts and into the eyes of our own heart and see where we've fallen into one of these traps, one of the five archetypes of the emotionally abused and neglected. They're all traps, and procrastination is a trap. And it was one that I had fallen into. And, and through this, I saw how God was revealing to me what I had been delaying through this person, through this experience, through this situation. And then as I'm writing, I was able to just praise God and say, thank you, thank you, thank you. You truly do work all things out and you truly do use all things for your good. I mean, this morning when I woke up and was met with the situation, it was not good. I'm like, this isn't good. This is a bad feeling. I know it's a bad feeling that for that person, I I can hear it through the context, through their words, like the energy is coming through. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, I don't stand for that. I stand for the transformation of that. And how did this how did this happen? And I can see that it was God's hand at work and his hand at play. And so I was laughing. I'm like, wow, thank you so much. You truly are using all things for your good. Thank you for revealing to me an area of my life where I needed to step up and start making up, stop making up, making up excuses, making up reasons why I hadn't done what I said I was going to do and, and get off, get off the pot, right? They say, shit or get off the pot. I'm like, all right, it's time to get up, move on. And, and feel good knowing it was part of his plan. And it was his little nudge to get me to go, get up, get up. We're not doing this. And I love that about him, that that's the truth of who he is. He uses all things for our good, even those seemingly bad situations that we've really, really worked towards, A, protecting ourselves from. And, and even if you're in a space like I am, you know, being a source for good, being a source for motive, motivation and encouragement and inspiration and being a source for transformation. And we're not immune to this human experience. Not a single one of us is, but through what Jesus did on the cross, through his death, burial, and resurrection, and we just learned about that this past Easter, you can see that and you see that he truly uses all things for his good. And I love that. And so many different worship songs came to mind today. And um, 
it, it just allowed me to give praise, give praise, give glory, give honor, and and give credit where credit is due. It's all to him all to him. And he wants to do the same thing for you. He wants to turn around every area of your life that you're stuck and, and you're in doubt and you're, you're wondering, and you're, you're just questioning, you know, is this ever going to turn around? When is it going to turn around? How is it going to turn around? Just please tell me what I need to do and I'll do it. And a lot of times what he's telling us that we need to do is trust. And we're like, yeah, cool. Like, yeah, uh -huh, I get it. I get it. Okay. But no, seriously. Huh? Hello, God, maybe you didn't hear me. Let me reframe that. What do, and we slow down the way we speak. What do I need to do? I'm happy to do it. Just tell me. And I think a lot of times he gets tired of repeating himself, just like we do. When we're parents and our children ask the same question over and over and over and over, and you're like, I just answered that question. <sighs> I just said that. Were you not listening? No, it's not that I wasn't listening. Yes, I was listening. This is what you said, but what do you mean? And it's like, oh my gosh. And sometimes the answer is trust. Right, but what do I need to do? Hello? Are you listening? Yeah, I am. I heard you. I answered. And sometimes it's us that needs to sit with that and knowing. We have heard what he said. And trust what he says, that he's using all things for his good. He's working all things for his good. And, and take opportunities to see that and to experience that. A lot of times I ask for signs and today I got one. Today I got one, like literally the sign on the sidewalk while I was riding my bike. And I'm like, that's funny. Okay. But I know that Jesus loves you when he loves you and he does, he's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. He's not going to, to let you suffer at all. He, he doesn't do that. That's not who he is. And a lot of times we need to trust who he is what he says and what he does. And I saw today through this experience how he truly does what he says. He turns all things bad for his good. So I, I felt called to share this with you today because you may be going through something like this where, where you're triggered. And the truth is I, I had an opportunity to practice what I preach. Triggers are opportunities to stop and to reflect and to go inward and to ask the big important questions and then listen to the answers. And if you feel called to ask for a sign, maybe you'll receive one. Maybe it'll be a literal sign like the one that I received when I saw what was painted on the sidewalk and, and just smile and just say thank you and, and lean into and listen and know and trust the direction that you're being guided and trust that he makes your paths and your ways straight if you will just stop procrastinating and understand and recognize and realize that all those archetypes, the P me, the F me, the superhero me, the gaslighter me, the stuffer bottler me, all of those are the enemy's tactics. And if you're interested in learning more about those, you can join the free transform Facebook group. It's just T-R-A-N-S-F-O-R-M, all caps. You'll see it there. And then you'll, you'll just request to be um, a part of the group. And after your request, you'll be admitted and you'll, you'll, be allowed to join that group. And if you're interested in learning more about the Transforming Past Pain to Present Power program, I've just, I've got information about that on my website, just sarahpicaro.com. Uh, 
or rewrite your life with dashes between each word. So I love you guys. Um, trust, trust today that he is working all things for his good. And when you feel like it's something bad, I wonder what the something more is that's there that when you take action on, if it is something that you need to take action on something that you've been delaying, something that you've been saying, I'll get to it later. A lot of times our conscience, our, our our mind is cleared when we just do it. We we spend so much more time thinking about doing it than it does to than it takes to actually just do it. So I I inspire you today to to just do it, to do that thing and and to ask yourself those questions and remember who he is and that he's working all things for your good. I love you guys. I'm praying for you. And if you haven't invited Jesus into your life yet to begin or deepen your relationship with him to do so today by just saying, Jesus Christ, come into my life. I hear you knocking and the door is open. Please come in. I love you, friend. I'm praying for you and I'll see you soon. Bye for now.